The Vibe of the Tribe podcast from JewishBoston.com explores arts and culture, Israel, food, tradition, history, and more. Hosted by Jewish Bostonians with special guests, the podcast has something for everyone. Previous guests include actress and activist Alicia Silverstone, Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman, and renowned author Nathan Englander. The Vibe of the Tribe also features hot takes on popular TV shows and films like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Fauda, plus discussions with local experts on fascinating and diverse topics like Jewish mysticism, cannabis and Judaism, Israeli cuisine, social justice, and more. Subscribe to Jewish Boston's The Vibe of the Tribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit jewishboston.com for more. In Fairneck, we used to think the plagues of Egypt were a thing of the past. We're not so sure about that anymore. frogs was a strange idea for a plague. No offense, but if I made ten plagues, there wouldn't be frogs. I would make something scary happen, like everyone gets followed around by twin girls wearing the same dress and singing a creepy song. But I guess even a harmless creature like a little slimy green frog can cause a big hassle. It's the little things that can ruin our lives. Like a moment in a parking lot, or the flick of a cigarette, or a restaurant full of little slimy green frogs. Well, here we are. We finally made it back to Sunday, the day our story began. The Day of the Frogs. Also known as the day things in Fahrenheit will change forever. How did this... How did I... What? Who? Poor Joey. Right now, he's standing in the doorway of the place, staring at exactly 182 frogs. And they're staring right back. I don't... What am I... It's... Uh, uh, he needs a minute to catch up. How did this happen? Did they just appear? What? Who did this? I can't help you with that one, buddy. What do I do? I don't know. We're sort of out of my area of expertise here. <sighs> yeah. Okay. As Joey wonders what to do next, another thought creeps up. Will this be fixed in time for WrestleMania? Not that one. Do you think she'll choose me? He knows he should focus on the situation at hand. But he's been distracted ever since he walked Shoshana home after the open mic last night. Even with a frog takeover at his restaurant, she's still somehow the biggest thing on his mind. He thought about their last conversation all night. He didn't even change his clothes. Gross. A few blocks away, Shoshana is awake. She too had a long, sleepless night. You're up early for a Sunday. Couldn't sleep. I'm heading out. Okay. I'll be back tomorrow. Quick trip. Sounds good. Shosh, I'm... I'm sorry about last night. I was an idiot. I drank too much. I'd like to be better at everything. It's okay. I I was kind of hard on you. No, it's it's not you. 
I need to be more secure in us. I know you love me. Sometimes it's easy to forget the important things, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I do. An hour later, Margie and her animal control crew arrived to help Joey. We first met Margie back when our story began. Thanks for getting here so quick. I'm Joey. Whoa. This is weird. You pissed someone off or something? No. Maybe. I don't think so. Probably. Yeah, I can see that about you. Sorry, what? We can take care of them, but it'll be a while. We should take a walk. You had some coffee. Okay, sure. Yeah, good idea. Okay. Thanks, Molly. Margie. Margie, yeah. I said that. As Joey steps into Sleepy Bean Cafe for the first time that morning, he spots a familiar face. Hi, Mikal. Good morning, Joey. So you're going to live stream WrestleMania tonight? What's WrestleMania? It's the... Were we just talking about it? I've never heard of it. Right. Sorry. Sometimes I have this voice and... Never mind. Did you enjoy the open mic event last night? Yeah. I had a blast. I liked your rendition of O Canada. Thanks. It's always been a favorite. I didn't know you were Canadian. I'm not. I'm just a little strange. Did you and Ben have a nice chat? What? I saw him walk into the place right after I left. I assumed you two had plans to talk about menus or aprons. Wait. What? Okay, I don't know what restaurant people talk about in their free time. Ben and I didn't talk last night. Hot chocolate for our resident journalist. Oh, my mistake. Excuse me. No. No, no way. Couldn't have been. He wouldn't. Meanwhile, Ilana was about to get an unexpected visitor. Beth, what are you doing here? I called, but you didn't answer. I slept in. I stayed out last night. Up late? Were you out? Who was there? Was it Shoshana? Did you two talk about me? The lion's den had an open mic night, and then I stayed out for a while. You should have come over. I was up late reading old Stalin speeches in German. Stalin wasn't German. I found German translations at the Fairneck Library. Do you believe no one ever checked them out before me? Are you here just to chat? No. My lice-killing partner bailed on me. You know the one who looks like a movie star who owns that place? What's that place? The place. Right. Mm -hmm. Something about an emergency at work. So now I need you to cancel your scary mikvah plans. Deprivation tank. And come with me. Take out all the library books in case they have lice. Wonderful, Beth. Oh, come on. We can march over there together. I don't want to march anywhere. I'll drive over there in a bit. Oh, suit yourself. Hi, Mays. Hello? Hi, Maura Shoshana. It's Michal Rabinowitz. Michal? Is everything okay? I'm calling on official journalistic business. I think your husband knows about your kiss with Joey Kirshner. What did you say? After I left the lion's den, I saw Ben walk across the street to the place after hours. He went right in. I guess Joey forgot to lock up. Michal, you're mistaken. I just assumed they had plans, but now I know they didn't. And the place is closed today, and the whole thing is shrouded in mystery. I need you to listen. Anyway, so I was wondering if I could get a quote. A quote? A reaction from you about the development. I'd like to include the story in my new podcast. I'll change all the names. You can be Sharona. 
Oh, shoot. My mom's calling on the other line. Let's pick this up later. Nicole, don't hang up. I need you to know that as I hung up the call, I really thought I had done Mora Shoshana a favor by telling her. And I really wasn't going to say anyone's name on my podcast. I didn't mean to make her upset. I didn't mean to put anything in motion. Just like I hadn't meant to start anything the night before with Ben after his open mic night. I was just trying to make a good podcast. There are such terrible ones out there. I'm sorry I was only thinking of myself. What should I say to her? Should I just lay it all on the line? You know you have frogs invading your restaurant right now, right? Is this really what you're thinking about? She and I are just so close. Close to what? You know, close to... Um... Like dating and getting engaged and taking those engagement pictures where you're running in a wheat field? Well, yeah. Whatever. What do you think? I'm just a voice in your head. You figure it out. Okay. Here I go. I'll just put it out there for her. Shosh, if you choose me... Ew, barf. Barf times a million. Why? Why is it just her choice? She's married. She was also married when you guys made out. Like, like bandits. Like criminal make-out bandits. Yeah, I guess. It's not about her choice, Joey. It's always been about yours. Hi, Michal. Could you call me back? Um, thanks. As Joey makes his way back toward the place, I take the opportunity to give him a subtle warning. Hey, Joe, be careful right now, okay? (coughs) I think I just swallowed a fly. See? I tell you to be smart, and you do something an unsmart person would do. What did I do? Never mind. It's my fault you do these things. I just let you do whatever you want. I saw that fly coming. I should have warned you. And I should have told you not to kiss Shoshana. You're just a kid. You're not responsible for me. Yes, I am. I don't stop you from doing bad things, and now all these bad things are happening, and I can't stop the thing that's about to happen. What bad things? I don't think you can handle it. I'm not as dumb as I look. You do look dumb. It's the jawline. People see my chin, and they underestimate my intelligence. Barf. So what's up? You can tell me. Is everyone okay? Is she okay? That's up to you. What happens next is your choice. That's what I've been trying to tell you. I don't know what you mean by that. Don't go to Sleepy Bean. Why? What's at Sleepy Bean? Nothing. But if you go there, Shoshana is going to die. (laughs) Um, sure. Okay. And don't go back to the place either. Why? Will I die if I go back there? No, Ben will. Why doesn't no one die so I can go home and watch wrestling in my singlet? Because it makes you look ridiculous. And no matter what happens, someone is going to die. It was sealed when you kissed Shoshana. There's no way that's true. But it might be true. And I just have a better vantage point than you do. Why? It's hard to explain. Okay, okay. You're usually the mature one here, but if I have to, I'll step up. I haven't made the best choices this week, but everything is going to be okay, okay? I'd never let anything hurt Shosh. I thought you stole the wind chimes. I did. Last night. Well, Arnie's getting a message to you anyway. Joey! Oh, hey. 
How are you? Listen, um, I'm sorry about... Uh, hey, man, it's all good. We're Coolio. I, I was just... Uh, really, no need to explain. We all get carried away sometimes. To be honest, I, um, I get a little insecure around you. I mean, you used to date my wife, and you look like... I don't know, every page of that Fairneck Fire Department calendar they send every year. Really? Which month? January? I, I mean, no, that, that's crazy. You're just being nice. Uh, so, I thought you were headed back to Maryland today. I decided to turn around. Work can wait. I wanted to spend some time with Shosh. Of course. Anyway, I was jealous, and that was wrong. I got the wrong idea about your feelings for her, and I'm... I'm sorry. Actually... You didn't. What? You didn't have the wrong idea. What do you mean? I have pretty strong feelings for her. I know it seems like it's a dangerous choice to say that to Ben. But the way Joey sees it now, it's not like any other recent choice he's made has been any better. Let's think back. If he hadn't agreed to cater a school event just to see Shoshana, he never would have run into her in the parking lot afterwards. And she wouldn't have called him out for having a crush on her. And he wouldn't have cooled the tension by suggesting they share a cigarette. And they wouldn't have kissed and been in this whole mess. And he can't prove it, but he has a feeling that if none of that happened, he wouldn't have walked in on almost 200 frogs in his restaurant this morning. And he wouldn't be here confessing to Ben because there wouldn't be anything to confess. But all of those things happened. And so did this. You do. I always have. And this week, we... You what? Is she cheating on me with you? No. It, it was my fault. I kissed her, and, and it's felt like... Like a pathetic attempt to win her back. No, just... It's... Oh. Oh, God. Ah. I deserve that. At the same time this is going on, Ilana is nearby in her car. She wasn't supposed to be driving by. But when Joey canceled his plans to help Beth, she was roped in. That's when she sees Ben and Joey fighting right up the street. Oh my god, you've got to be kidding me. Hey! What are you doing? Stop fighting in the street! Ugh, they're like barn animals. Alana, stay out of this. Seriously, stop it! As Joey trips backwards and tries to regain his balance... Ben mistakes the gesture for Joey taking a swing right where Ilana was standing. Ilana, watch out! She knows she isn't in any danger. The scream isn't about the fight. It's about the thing she sees coming. As she reaches for Joey, Ben can already see it's too late. And he grabs her just in time to pull her back onto the sidewalk. The last thing Joey Kirshner ever saw on Earth was a glimpse of Esther Feinberg out on her daily walk. And for that second, he felt thankful and at peace. The truck driver, who had been transporting red food dye across the state, stopped so abruptly that the back of his truck swung right open and the red dye ripped through the boxes and spilled right onto the street. By the time the Fairneck police showed up, West Anglewood Avenue was covered in a thick red substance. And when the hail turned to rain, the whole street turned into a deep red river. Yit gadol v'yit kadash shemei rabah v'almad ivrach yirute v'yamlich malchute v'chayechon uv'yomechon uv'chayei dechol beit Yisrael v'agala uv'izman kariv v'imru amen. 
Joey's funeral was the next day, two days before Passover. It was the most well-attended event in Fairneck's history. Everyone came out. Shoshana stood in the back smoking cigarettes, not caring if anyone saw her. Up front was Esther, Joey's parents, and his younger brothers. Joey was the firstborn. Did I mention that? Ilana stood behind Esther. She felt comforted by Esther's presence. Everyone did, especially Joey. But that's a story for later. And I blended into the crowd. I left my phone at home. I burned the letters between Joey and Shoshana that morning in our fireplace. My mom got mad at me for lighting the fire by myself, but I had to. I have to make some changes to my journalistic process. Nice service. Super fun. How many of those have you had? A thousand. Did you love him? Yes. More than me? I don't know. Did you ever love me? Yes. You just had a fuller view of me, I think. You think I don't see you? Not anymore. Okay. I'm sorry I never gave your jealousy credibility. You were right about him. I just liked his admiration from afar. Well, there's uh, a lot to unpack there, I guess. Yeah. Why didn't you just cheat on me sooner or break up with me a long time ago? I'm realizing that I don't take control of my life very well. Guess I kind of hijacked it. Uh, I wanted to stay here and open the restaurant. I wanted to move us to Silver Spring. I should have, uh, I don't, I don't know. It's my fault. I should have said what I really wanted. But what do you want? I want to travel. Alone. That's great. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm thinking of getting out of the restaurant game. Really? Yeah. Or at least the restaurant game here. Maybe somewhere else. Like Maryland? Yeah. Maybe. Hey. Yeah? Nothing. Sorry. Did you go to the place the other night? After the open mic? Oh, yeah. I thought Joey and I could talk, but he wasn't there, so I left. Okay. 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 This is a difficult Seder for our community. Two days ago was our friend Joey Kirshner's funeral. I know this isn't the kind of feeling that generally ushers in the first night of Pesach. If we had lost Joey any other time of the year, we would have mourned him the full seven days of Shiva. But we condensed our mourning into two days. It's also not lost on me and many of us here that this week we saw our own versions of the Makot of the plagues. Half the town was infected with lice. Our beloved pets have died suddenly. Joey's restaurant was filled with frogs. The hailstorm that is baffling scientists all over the world, who knows what else. You know, Rashi says that... Welcome. I didn't think you were coming. We're so glad you made it to our Seder. <sighs> Sorry I'm late, Rabbi. I was just saying that Rashi... Actually, can I say something? Of course. Hey, everyone. Sorry I'm late. Hey, more Shoshana. Hey, Kobe. Nice to see you. Our substitute teacher let us outside yesterday. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, I got a bee sting. It sucked. 
Um, I, um... Shoshana, are you all right? Yeah. I just needed to say some things. I miss Shiva, and now it's over early, and it's the Seder, and I just... It's okay. Joey gave me a necklace for my 17th birthday. It was this really, like, ugly silver chain with a heart, and I I wore it that one day and then never again. And then after we broke up, I found it in a shoebox, and I put it on, and I didn't take it off for a year. I just didn't realize how nice it was. And I... Um, just been thinking about how we can miss things. Like, did Pharaoh not see his slaves wanting to leave after all that time? How did no one warn him that it would happen? You can't just keep people bound to you and expect things to stay that way forever. I mean, I I don't know. A 20-pound hailstone fell in our driveway the other day. It sounded like the world had just ended. <laughs> so I, uh, I went outside to check what happened, and I saw the ambulance and the cop cars down the street and all that red. So I guess I wasn't that far off. And I almost didn't come tonight, because... I'm supposed to feel free because it's the Seder, but I'm, uh, I don't. Yet. More Shoshana. Oh my god. You scared me, Michal. I'm sorry. What are you doing out here? Were you inside the whole time? I stepped outside a while ago. My mom thinks I'm in the bathroom. Oh. Do you want to sit down? Okay. My cat died today. Oh, I'm so sorry. Apparently there's some new fertilizer the town's been using that's killing all the cats. Oh, that's what's been going on. I started to think it was a plague. Like the one where all the animals die. Maybe it was. Yeah. I'm not going to write anything about, you know... I'm really sorry about that. I'm going to change the premise of my podcast. Don't be sorry. I put you in a terrible position. It's my fault. What? Joey would never have been walking across the street if it weren't for me. What are you talking about? I told Ben that if I were him, I'd hate Joey. I didn't think about it at the time, but now I think that's what made him mad and do that thing with the frogs, which is probably why Joey went looking for Ben, and then he got hit by that truck. I told you. It's all my fault. Michal, you have done nothing wrong. It's okay. I can handle the responsibility. I may be biologically 12, but I think my soul is a lot older and wiser. (sighs) Well, you're right about that. But Ben didn't plant those frogs. He wouldn't even know where to begin with a prank like that. And even if he did, grown-ups make their own choices. You're not responsible for us. I'm still going to change my podcast. Focus less on people's personal lives. I'm sure it'll be great, whatever you do. So, 
Who did the frog thing? I have no idea. You should go inside. Your parents will be worried. It's just my mom. My dad died. Oh. God, I'm sorry. I don't know why I didn't know that. He got hit by a truck. What? Oh, no. Cancer. Sorry. I have a strange sense of humor sometimes. Hello, you two. Hi, Mora Ilana. Came to check on you. Needed some air. Nice speech. I think I compared myself to the most famous slave owner in history. (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to say anything. How are you holding up? Oh, you know me. I'm fantastic. I don't know how you're so strong all the time. I may live here now, but I am British to my core. I will push my feelings down even if it kills me. (laughs) It's not very Jewish. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, how did Joey end up with my sweatshirt? You asked me to hold on to it at the open mic. He brought it out to me when I left. Thought it was mine. Here's something I don't want to know. Was there something going on between you and Joey? No. Um. I think I'll... I think I'll tell you about that later. My keys were in there, so... Big loss for me. I'll pay for them. No, please. I know how much you make. Made. Yeah. Have you decided where you're going yet? That California? Wander in the desert for a while? Fine, but if you come back covered in crystals talking about rising signs, we're no longer friends. You want to come? Oh, God, no. California's full of sunshine and hope. I wouldn't dare. Besides, Beth and I have plans to go camping. Wow. Okay, nothing about that makes sense. Well, it's not so much camping as it's supposed to be speed walking in the mornings, but I agreed to start going with her before school. Oh, please send me pictures of that. Oh, definitely. Where's your mother, Michal? In the bathroom. We're going home. You get home safe. I'll see you at book club next week. Whoa. You mean it? I'm in? You can even pick the book. You mean we can read Close Encounters on a Ferris wheel? Never mind. I'll let Rose Klein choose the book. Yes! I made it. After Joey died, things seemed to move on pretty quickly. Shoshana went to San Francisco after Pesach. Beth covered her classes for a week. It was a little weird. Who can tell me exactly what meth looks like? Don't be shy. After that, they got a sub to take over. Ben closed the lion's den and sold their house a few weeks later. He paid a new electrician to come back and fix that last wire before it sold. He tried to fix it himself, but... As for me, I've been more discreet and responsible with my journalism pursuits ever since everything happened. I'm not live on my Insta story all the time... And I'm keeping my podcast about Fairneck upbeat and relatable. My first episode is about the newest kosher restaurant in town. It's called Chetzi Chetzi, half Mediterranean, half Tex-Mex, with a sushi bar in the back. Can I get a sandwich? But the inside is sushi, and also the outside is sushi. And also, sushi on the side. Oh, I don't have any money. The news eventually stopped reporting on the giant hailstone in the Red River. Someone in the next county got caught with 47 children locked in his basement, so that kind of took over. 
but our reputation was permanently changed for the worse. Some residents even moved out after Passover, worried that the plagues might become a regular part of life here. Luckily, the lice outbreak cleared up pretty quickly, and the geese repeller has kept the lawn at Rambam very clean. I've never seen Beth in a better mood. There were even reports of a smile on her face. I now record everything on this tape recorder. That way, I can edit if I need to. Oh, and no one ever found out who did that thing with the frogs. I guess some mysteries stay that way forever. One thing is for sure. Esther was right. Death really isn't as final as we think. But more on that another time. Place Called Fairneck was created, written, and produced by Eva Billick. Story developed with Kyle Andrews. Audio engineering by Sean George. Editing and sound mixing by Rama Valori. Our consulting producer is Kyle Andrews. Voice acting by Eva Billick, Miles Bryant, Emily Churchill, Sean George, Haley Graves, David Martin, and David Schwartzbaum. Original music composed by James Edwards. Illustration by Colin Dahlgren. A very special thank you to Heckler Films and Britt Rentschler. Subscribe to A Place Called Fairneck on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to rate and leave a review. Follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Fairneck Podcast. To learn about how you can support this show, visit patreon.com slash Podcast or reach out to us on social media or through our website, fairneckpodcast.com.